You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikenna Okeke of the Father's Church. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. Praise the Lord. Part of the things that were strong in my spirit before now was something that um, a few of us may be aware. How many of us know that there is a scientific way of making rain now? You can create rain even where there is no rain. How many of us are aware? I know that, I mean, there are some people in the villages that claim to make rain or stop rain. But um, sometimes they'll tell you, they'll give you an excuse. Which meant that it was not scientific. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't work. Okay, uh, but you needed to pay them before you did your, you know, funeral or one of those things so that they can stop or whatever. But the truth is that, you know, there is really not such um, means to be sure that they do what they say they do. Many times it's chance. But scientifically has been proven now, not it's been proven, it's actually a science. Um, they do that a lot in Dubai and in China where they create rain. And the science is this, the clouds that we see are actually water particles okay everywhere you see the cloud is a water particle but when that cloud is light when the water particle is less than a particular weight it remains as cloud but when it gets to a particular weight and becomes heavy water heavy water particles then what happens is that it begins to drop in fact the truth is that it actually drops all the time but when it's not heavy if it gets at a particular point it evaporates but when it's heavy enough it drops until it comes down to the earth as rain praise the lord now one of the things that i think that's why i'm saying god is already answering us. one of the things i receive we are going to do here is that you are going to create some rain because somebody should say amen you're going to create some rain because clouds are over you praise the lord and the science of this rain making is called cloud seeding and the way it's done is that they shoot silver iodide or solid carbon dioxide. They shoot it into the clouds. Okay, and when it gets into the clouds, it causes a precipitation and makes the water particles that are there to become heavier. Once it becomes heavier, it has to leave the cloud and come down. Now, they've said to us that when praises go up, what happens? Blessings come down. Everything that science is doing is being learned from God. There are blessings over. You can put your hands together and give a shout. Let your clouds become loaded. Let it not be delayed again. Let the rain fall by reason of your praise. Let it ascend to the highest of heavens. We noted on Wednesday, you know, very important if you weren't in church on Wednesday, please, I beg you, you know, to help with this series, you must get the CD. We noted on Wednesday that one of the things that has happened to us as spiritual people is that we forget that our God created this world. Okay? Even though we are pilgrims here, praise the Lord, even though we are passing through here, this world is still our Father's own. Praise God. The devil didn't make the world, even though there might be people that are dancing or making some activities. What the devil is doing is abuse of what God made. But the original design of earth and what works here is God that made it. Praise God. Now, what that means is this. What is normal is not necessarily bad. What is natural is not evil. What is the normal procedure is not evil. 
but because you and I are spiritual people we have the privilege of involving the supernatural so that where the natural will not solve the problem the supernatural comes upon us to bring the solution to the problem are you with me now so it then means now let, let me give you a simple example now by tomorrow morning now you're hungry you can eat isn't it if you don't eat that breakfast if you can afford it okay you'll be feeling dizzy and you'll be able to walk isn't it and you have to stop whatever you're doing to go and eat but you see when you fasted even though you were hungry and you had the money because you were doing a spiritual activity what happened was that the grace of God came upon you and even though you could eat the food you didn't eat the food and like we prayed no job will suffer because you're fasting how many of us were able to do what we were supposed to do why because you began to be fed on the spiritual now it applies in every other thing okay so you might need to get somewhere on time and maybe there is no time for you to get there there are so many ways god could intervene he could create an express road for you and you find out that traffic is diverted or something and you arrive at the place quicker than or he could delay what you are going late for and when you come late you are early somebody understanding what i'm saying so the natural world is still our god praise the lord but because we have a relationship with him and because he's a God that is an intervening God from time to time he intervenes and bypasses the program he said let me give us the illustration just for those of us who were in here on Wednesday we said in a normal situation if you beat the traffic light you have committed an offense isn't it okay however however now or rather if a vehicle beats the traffic light he has committed an offense however if at a traffic light you know at the intersection a fire service truck that has been called because there is fire if that fire service comes with his alarm and comes to that traffic light what happens everybody stops and he passes has he beaten has he broken the law he has actually kept the law even though he broke the traffic light you know why because the assignment he was carrying was superior to the law of traffic light some of us were in situations where the anointing and the grace of God will come upon us and you will break some natural laws without actually breaking it by reason of the assignment that is upon you praise the Lord somebody that's why the Bible says that Moses was in the presence of the Lord 40 days and 40 nights in fact the Bible didn't call it fasting he didn't know he needed food hallelujah somebody now how many of us have experienced that kind of fasting you just didn't remember he hadn't eaten it was such a busy day it was such a good day after some time remember ah, i seven i haven't even eaten you see you were taken up by something else okay so today by the grace of god you and i will begin to make rain in the name of jesus christ will begin to make rain the clouds are over us we will sense silver iodide you'll send it to heaven and then the rains will fall praise the lord they said is it a silver iodide or solid carbon dioxide so that's what it is so the lord said we are going to make rain and that rain will fall in the name of jesus the rain of his blessings the rain of his goodness the rain of his deliverance in the mighty name of jesus christ praise the lord so we've been looking at faith and we want to try and see what the lord is saying to us today mark eleven twenty two. 22 our lord jesus christ answered and said to them have faith in god and we've been looking at it through the week and through the month and we've been saying faith is living in the reality of god faith is living in the presence of god so many things we've said about faith 
and the word of our Lord Jesus Christ here captures it. He says, have faith in God. And we, we noted that that is very important because everybody actually lives by faith in something. So when the Bible talks about faith, it's actually talking about the faith that is placed in God. Everybody, every human being lives by faith. You know, everybody, whatever it is, but it could be faith in a man. So everybody has faith in something. Some people have faith in science. Some people have faith in the education. Some people have faith in their government. You know, they believe that their government will take care of it. And I mean, that's how people live. But for us, our Lord and Savior is saying to us that we should do what? We should have faith in God. And we have been told that this faith that we are talking about is not one act. It is not one event. It is our waking up are sitting down for the Bible says the just shall what live by faith live by faith so living by faith I operate by faith I speak by faith I hear by faith I respond by faith praise the Lord whatever it is I have to process it through faith why because that is how I'm living okay so this morning come with me to Exodus 13 let's see some accounts on the Old Testament and learn one or two things from them in Exodus 13 verse 21 the Bible tells us this is the children of Israel they've just come out you know from Egypt and the Bible says verse 21 and the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so as to go by day and night he did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people this is exodus 13 21 and 22 if you now flip over to numbers chapter 9 you see how i mean seriously this world or it was taken numbers chapter 9 verse 17 the bible says whenever the cloud was taken up from above the tabernacle after that the children of israel would join and in the place where the cloud settled there the children of israel would pitch their tents at the command of the lord the children of israel would join and at the command of the lord they would camp as long as the cloud stayed above the tabernacle they remained encamped even when the cloud continued long many days above the tabernacle the children of israel kept the charge of the lord and did not join so it was when the cloud was above the tabernacle a few days according to the command of the lord they will remain encamped and according to the command of the lord they would journey so it was when the cloud remained only from evening until morning when the cloud was taken up in the morning then they would journey whether by day or by night whether the cloud was taken up they would journey praise the lord 22 says whether it was two days a month or a year that the cloud remained above the tabernacle the children of israel will remain encamped and not journey but when it was taken up they would do what they would journey 23 at the command of the lord they remained encamped and at the command of the lord they journeyed they kept the charge of the lord at the command of the lord by the hand of moses praise the lord i read all this to show to us that the nation of israel when they were delivered from bondage from the bondage of the egyptians of pharaoh and the egyptians on that journey that they made that we know is the journey in the wilderness 
we saw that on that journey something supernatural was happening they had this cloud which covered them you know the wilderness could be very hot which shielded them during the day and in the night this cloud will become a pillar of fire which warmed them and did not just warm them but created lighting for them as they journeyed in the night because sometimes they journeyed in the night and sometimes you know they didn't journey but all through their wilderness travel they had the presence of God shown in this manner to them and as we look at this I want you to see something here I want you to see how and why God was angry or was disappointed with the children of Israel and then from there we can come to look at ourselves now these people were experiencing such a phenomenon such a supernatural phenomenon that they look up they see the cloud moving they follow it the cloud stops and then by evening it changes to fire so they were actually in a in a moving house it's like somebody living in a house that moves because everywhere when they needed warmth this cloud provided warmth when they needed cooling this cloud you know it was like getting a mobile ac a mobile um, electrification uh, project mobile whatever it was and this was their privilege and their responsibility as they journeyed now in the life of this nation as well sometimes not just sometimes many times this cloud will lead them into what you and i may call troublous situations challenging situations you know very dead situations and when they got to some of these situations the cloud will settle and it will settle in a place and the bible will say for three days they will look for water and there is no water now look at the combination here above them is this supernatural phenomenon of the cloud over them but down them there is no water now is it that the one who was leading them was blind and didn't know where there was water or no water what do you think what could be going on why would this one you know this mighty God leading them will lead them and and calm them in a place where some things they needed won't be there what is it trying to do is it as a result of lack of information as a result of some error in you know interpreting the map what could be happening I, I need you to help me what do you think praise the Lord do you want me to read some of the stories okay let's read Exodus um, 17 Exodus 17 verse 1 the Bible says then all the congregation of the children of Israel set out on their journey from the wilderness of sin according to the commandment of the Lord and Captain Rephidim but there was no water for the people to drink so the Lord brought them a place, to a place and made them come and then where he made them come there was no water look at what happened verse 2 says because of that situation the people contended with Moses and said give us water that we may drink so Moses said to them why do you contend with me why do you tempt the Lord and the people thirsted there for water and the people complained against Moses and said why is it now look at what these people saw to it I was asking a question this people said this is what it is you have brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst so Moses cried out to the Lord saying what shall I do with this people we are where you asked us to stay and they're almost ready to stone me 
and the Lord said to Moses what go on before the people and take with you some of the elders of Israel also take in your hand your rod with which you struck the river and go it says behold I will stand before you there on the rock in Horeb and you shall do what strike the rock and what will happen and water will come out of it that the people may drink and Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel so he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the contention of the children of Israel and because they tempted the Lord saying is the Lord among us or not praise the Lord now let's go back to the question so the cloud is on top and there are problems below what is your conclusion what these people said is this is the Lord among us or what why would they ask that question simple I mean I need water don't I need water human beings need water to survive so if I don't find water and God kept me here then it's possible God isn't even here now the lesson for you and I here is this our Lord Jesus speaking to us said have faith in what in God it then means the way we are looking so these people didn't do so badly I thought we'd do a lot better than that it then means that if I find myself in any situation and I can prove that God is with me then the situation must be a joke <laughs> praise the Lord somebody the nation of Israel it wasn't once it wasn't twice several times and it was particular with water there was another one he led them to another place and there was water but the water was bitter and they couldn't drink it so they complained again I mean I'm sure God is blind I'm sure God God must be confused what is going on here and then in the same hand when Moses called unto the Lord what happened the Lord said to Moses see that tree there it means God knew where they were he said take a branch of that tree throw it into the water and what will happen and the water will become ragolish water now Moses did that and they another time also when they were in a similar situation the cloud on top or the pillar of fire on top depending on which one it was no water on the ground they kept on murmuring why because God was expecting these people to come to a place of faith the Bible says now faith is what the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen now the Bible also went further is verse 2 says by the others obtained a good but verse 3 says by faith we understand that what the things which we see did not proceed from the things which are praise the Lord but from the Word of God now what that means is this that this nation of Israel God's intention for them was that no matter the situation they found themselves as they could look up and see the cloud they would place a demand on the cloud to solve the problem on the ground however because they did not have faith in God wherever they came they started relating to God from the ground it says understand that what you have seen came from what you didn't see it means that what you need to see can also come from what you're not seeing it's all up to you what you want to see because the fact that you have not seen it does not mean it can be created because what you're seeing was created so faith like we said it faith is not empty faith is not just imagining something no faith has a foundation in fact that word substance talks about foundation it's sub what is under now physically for the nation of israel they could see the pillar of cloud 
at night they could see the pillar of fire and as long as that was there the expectation was that these people will fear no evil they will worry about no circumstance why because the lord their god was what mighty in their midst unfortunately they never learned that lesson and my prayer is that you and i would do better we would do better because it is in the character of God to demand faith from everyone who comes to worship him. He says, for he that comes to God must what? Believe that he is. And he does not demand that of you emptily. He shows you something. How many of us have children in primary two, primary one, primary three? You know, you see how they teach them. If you want to teach them that this is what uh, means they give them questions and remove some they draw apple they draw ruler and they draw different things on top and then they say ob8 dash filling if the child has known what apple is and ruler is she will know that ob does not eat ruler so that space that is there is so that the child will learn to make sentences when god leaves space in your life is that you might come up if you taught that style everything and filled in every blank that child will come to primary six and never learn a lesson but those blanks are left intentionally but with enough resource to fill it in so when the nation of israel needed water god made sure there was a cloud on top so there is no water on the ground but god is on top that's why moses will say why do you tempt the lord because god is there and he's saying call me now call me let me do this for you instead i say look at you you see one of the problems we have in marriages is that oftentimes we don't even ask our spouses for something we accuse them so instead of saying honey please can you help me with this you say you never help me with this praise the lord you see it's the human default but the truth is this i don't even blame you if you say because no matter how you ask me to help you to cook if i come to help you i will scatter the food so you might be right if you tell me you never but you see you don't tell god never he's omnipotent he says i know nothing that is difficult he said is there anything he said to abraham he said is there anything too hard for me so what it means is this you're in a hard situation what faith is saying to you and i is this place a demand on what on god praise the lord and another point you know that we must take from there very important point is this as long i, I believe everyone who is a member of this church has seen that faith is obedience and there are different levels of it faith is obedience as long as where you are the cloud led you there you have no reason to lose sleep as long as the situation you are facing it was the pillar of fire and the cloud that led you there now if some tribe of the nation of israel ran out of the camp and found themselves somewhere and there was no water you know what they'll be they'll be lost in the wilderness but if the pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud led them somewhere they can't be lost under the cloud they are just positioned many of us many times what we are facing and what we are calling obstacles troubles and challenges are packaged miracles miracles that are packaged look at this one we read what happened god had kept water for them hallelujah somebody 
Anybody came to church with his faith today? Any believer in the church today? Let, let me tell you something that the Lord ministered to me and I had to write it. He said, many times we say of ourselves, work in progress. I'm talking to the obedient child of God. You know, the Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. But it says to those who do not what? Walk after the flesh, but after the spirit. So I'm talking to those who are walking after the spirit, not those who are walking after the flesh. Many times we show ourselves we are work in progress and it is right to an extent. But with this understanding now, the spirit of God is saying, no, we are not work in progress. It says rather we are gifts being unwrapped. You see, work in progress is that you're building up to something. But from what I'm seeing in scripture now, the cloud knew that the rock was there. And the cloud put the water in the rock. Are you with me? The cloud had mastered the wilderness before Israel came out. So when he led them, remember when the Bible says that he did not lead them by a particular way because he knew that if they saw what, they would run back. So he decided to lead them. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. He decided to lead them by the way of what? The Red Sea. Now, why will God lead them by the way of the Red Sea? You know why? Because before the foundations of the earth, God had had his way in the sea. And all they needed was when they now come before the sea, God will open the way that he had made in the sea before the foundations of the earth. Child of God, whatever it is you're facing in obedience to God, there is a predestined solution. That's what faith is saying. It's, it says, have faith in God. Somebody began this world. Somebody created this world. Somebody intentionally made this world. Intentionally. So he will guide them, guide them, and bring them to the place. And they look and search everywhere. They can't see water. Why? Because the rock was his water tank. But how would they operate it? They needed to look to him in faith. He brings them to another place. The water was bitter. The water was, was not drinkable. But he had a water treatment plant in the same environment. When they called to him, he said, this is what you do. And when they put it, they drank the water. Not once, not twice. That was what God kept doing. And he said, tell my people, if the children of Israel had this experience it says the things which were written are for our examples and for admonition what does it then mean to you and i it means to you and i now somebody might be saying but pastor i don't have the cloud pastor i can't see any pillar of fire but the bible tells us that when you got born again you were given the seal of the holy spirit in fact these people had to look up to see the cloud but you and I, the Spirit of the Lord, bears witness with our spirits that we are the children or the sons of God. So at any situation or circumstance you find yourself, I need you to ask just one question. Am I a son of God? Am I a child of God? The Bible says, as many as are led of a spirit. So you come to church and they teach you is obedience, obedience. And in the process of obedience, you find yourself in a dead end. The question you should ask yourself at that point is, am I a child of God? And if the answer comes back to you, resounds, and the Holy Spirit bears witness with you that age, you know what you should do then? Is when you should start making your reign. It's not a time to complain. I wrote here, many years ago, I think I've told us this in the church, that the choir from the former church went to 
to sing somewhere you know in in in, in the church where we're there and there were parishes and they get together the different choirs get together so when they got together one of the sisters one of our lead singers was trying to do a song and somebody in the other church said you're not getting it you're not getting it you're not getting it you're not getting it so everybody now kept quiet and said please if she's not getting it tell us she said i don't know the right one but i know this one is not the correct one praise the lord say i don't know the right one but i know enough to know now let me tell you what i'm trying to say child of god doubting has never solved the problem murmuring has never solved the problem it doesn't work complaining has never the one that we are professors in worrying does not solve problems praise the lord in fact being afraid of something does not also solve problems all of that they don't help experience has taught me that i believe that you also you know you may have had a bit of experience all of those things don't work in fact let me tell you the most serious one disobedience has never brought a solution at the moment of trial it looks like this is what will solve the problem it's like a lie you know what a lie does a lie postpones your trouble and you need to build another lie to carry that lie and after some time you need another lie to carry the other lie and then after some time you need another lie so you keep building so lies are like skyscrapers but truth can only be the foundation so after some time lies will crumble but you keep telling one after the other one after the other and you're building it because the lie you told yesterday you need another lie to back it up and tomorrow you need another lie to back it up because lie doesn't stand on its own so all those things never solve the problem and in this world our lord jesus christ said there'll be what trials there'll be tribulations the same way the nation of israel even though they had a pillar of fire they had a pillar of cloud they were led through trials and tribulation and what was all that for it was to develop their faith the bible says revelation 4 11 it says thou art worthy O lord to receive glory and honor for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and where now what does god benefit from his world have you asked yourself what does god benefit from his world you know the only thing god benefits god doesn't eat the money will bring god doesn't take it you know nothing else the only thing god benefits from his world is that he looks at you and enjoys you praise the lord now your friend the pastor your chief you know your boss might enjoy your productivity okay um your friends might enjoy you being rich the bible says the rich had many friends okay M many people can enjoy many things about you okay but when god looks at you the only pleasure god can derive from you is when you have faith in him that's the only thing you can bring to god and god will be laughing that's why you look at the life of our lord jesus christ when he was on earth sometimes you almost think he didn't have emotions but he had emotions because the bible says he marveled at their faith it means he shouted wow because that's what excited him he said he knew all men so he didn't commit himself to men so the things that excited men didn't excite him but there was something the father was looking for anytime he saw it you see jesus will make a comment so god derives pleasure from our faith he said without faith it is what impossible to please him what does it mean it means that faith is what pleases him and the life of the christian is a life of faith why because god wants you to continually continually give him what pleasure 
And that's why when he brought these children of Israel out, he would put them in a situation and call the court of heaven to sit with him and see whether these people would just start singing. In fact, interesting one, one of the first ones was the moment Miriam finished his singing and Moses finished his psalm and all of that, there was no water. And he was expecting them to continue with stanza two. But all the song changed to murmuring and complaining. What a disappointment it was in heaven. But you see, these people, they are there to make us to get better. Praise the Lord. So it then means that for your life and my life, every situation that you are in, every situation that I'm in, heaven is looking at me that they might what? See my faith. They might find me giving pleasure to God. And how does that operate? I've said here that murmuring does not work, disobedience does not work, complaining does not work, doubt does not work. What works is faith. And what is faith? We've said faith is obedience. So it looks like if you obey God in this dead end, you will not be buried. You will die completely. You know what you do? Somebody tell me what you do. If you obey God in the dead end, they will kill you. You'll be buried. That's your end. You will lose the job. You will lose the business. What will you do? You obey God. Praise the Lord. You know why you obey God? Because God knows you are there. And that's the exact thing he's waiting for. The Lord said, miracles are my intervention when my children obey me in their dead ends. Miracles are my interventions when my children obey me in their dead ends. That's what faith is. Now, we say here, murmuring doesn't work, complaining doesn't work. Yes, the reverse works. And that's where we come to when we praise the Lord, when we exalt Him, when we worship Him, when we lift His name high. We are saying something. We are saying we are not looking down. We are looking up. We're saying that this circumstance, this experience, you know, I, I was so glad when we we're doing the praise and, you know, the Lord will help us for Nigeria. I, I think maybe in February we're going to take before the election, maybe one week and just exalt God. It, see, sometimes you need to step back from prayer and just praise Him. Because, you see, I don't know about you, but there are some fights that if they come to you in the natural, you don't go and rehearse. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, sometimes the way we approach situations is as though God, if you know the trouble I'm in, you have to go and borrow another God to help you. But you see, when we go in praise, we are telling him, God, please, if you don't mind, just laugh. The Bible said, why do the heathen rage? And the people plot a vain thing against the Lord and against his anointed. Did heaven call a meeting? Did heaven summon the, the supreme council of heaven? He said, he that sits in heaven shall what? He responded with laughter. There are situations that Jehovah just responds with laughter. He doesn't stand up. He just laughs. He just laughs. You know, praise the Lord. I tell you people too much of my stories. I remember when I, I used to drive Volkswagen Beetles many years ago I was a teenager then and I was on the road and there was a Mercedes Benz this my Volkswagen Beetles had opted had removed the engine and put down full engine so Volkswagen comes with 1300 I now put 1600 1.6 liters so I was feeling like a superman so I saw this Mercedes on the Express Enugu Aba you know and I pursued it I passed it I'm sure the man must have been laughing I saw it coming. I increased my speed. After some time, it was as though my car was going reverse and his own was moving forward. It was as though I was going back and it was, 
I was pressing down. That was one of them. God saved me that day. The second one was an infinity on the road to Lagos. The car actually not changing. You know, I was pressing down. The car wasn't moving again. I'm sure those people would have been laughing. This boy and his father's Beatles. Eh? Why don't you be going and stopping so that the engine can cool? You know, Beatles, when you move small, you park, you tell the engine, do, do, you have tried, you have tried. You know, and then you move again. You know, so I'm sure they must have been laughing. You know, they must have been laughing. If you and I knew the greatness of our God, if you knew the awesomeness of this God that we deal with, imagine the God. Now we've learned this morning that cloud is water suspended above. Imagine the God that will make this cloud follow and lead them and descend when he wants and ascend. Can the God that put water on top put water down? Which one is easier? To put water in a in a pure water bag and suspend it on top, or to put it in a bucket? Are you understanding what we're talking about? So when we talk about faith, that's why Jesus says, have faith in what? In God, in God, in God. Many of us would wish that, you know, it won't be this way. Let our circumstances just be black and white, isn't it? But you see, if it's black and white, where will faith be? If it's black and white, where will faith be? No, God wants to involve you in his creation process. So sometimes things are not. You say the spirit of faith, what does it do? It calls those things that be not. And he, he wants you to call it forth. He wants to praise him and it will come. He wants you to see the obstacle and then come back and see the way it has been made. He, he wants to get you involved. And that's what is challenging you and I as we end this fast. They say you're going to go into the new year. The assurance is that I will be with you. And because I'm with you, any place you're found, know that I know you are there. In my map, you know, when they do map reading, there are some things that are on the surface, there are signs you see, but there are some things that they indicate to you is on the ground. So they'll say in this area there is iron, in this area there is a bauxite or whatever. Now, what God is saying to us is this as you join into this news, just know that anywhere I lead you to, before you got there, my provision had been made. Before you got there, my provision has been made. And that's what the life of faith is. You know, that's why when our Lord Jesus Christ says, if you have faith as little as the mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. Now, that mountain you're moving is because if God said I should go and see Governor General, or God says I should do something, and there's something blocking me from doing it, what has that thing become? It has become a mountain. Praise the Lord. Now, the apostles, Peter and the rest of the apostles at that time, said, determine for yourself, should we rather obey God or man? So if there is a mountain in between me and obedience, is someone following me this morning? If there is a mountain between me and carrying out an assignment God has asked me to do, the Bible is now saying, by my faith, what should I do? I should tell that mountain, I have been sent on an errand. Be that removed and be what? Cast into the sea. That's what the scripture is saying. You want to move some mountains now now move it move it move it move it move it you can move some mountains now you can move some mountains yes even now even now even now that's what it is anything in between you and what god has said you would do it's a mountain it's a mountain it's a mountain everything in between you every reproach that's what jesus is saying he said if you have faith he said this tree this tree i needed food you know and you've just distracted me you and i today have the word of faith 
to enable us accomplish what God had prepared you see still going back to what I was saying you and I are gifts being unwrapped I want you to see I want you to get this and maybe my job will be done the life of the children of Israel as they journeyed they saw problems or rather they encountered problems and when they encountered the problems they were they had several options with which they could respond they complained to Moses they could say you should have left us in Egypt they could have gone in, they could go into regret so many things they could do but at the end of it all they will see that they didn't need to go back to Israel they'll see that God didn't forsake them they'll see that there was a solution right there not once not twice what was that trying to teach them God was teaching them I know where you are I know where I'm taking you to all they needed to learn and that's why the Bible says all our fathers were under the clouds all our fathers they drank of that water of the rock which was Christ but with them most of them God was not well pleased God was saying please can I enjoy you like how people say can you give me the benefit of the doubt that I know what I'm doing can you trust me and my sister I'm begging you you're in church today can you just trust that God knows where you are and if you've been obedient it doesn't matter your age God has a beautiful future for you God has a plan he says I know the thoughts that I'm thinking towards you if you're not forsaking praise Jesus people of God you know there are some things God has said to us in his word that we've not processed the other day I was reading the scriptures and it came to me that God is not a respecter of persons how many of us truly believe that praise the lord how many of us have processed that you know in the world there are people that are born in palaces there are people that is as though everything is going well for them okay they graduate at you know 20 marry at 24 have three sets of twins by 32 you know their husband buys them g-wagon you know all of that and they speak Queen's English, no obu in their English. Praise God. You see them, their legs are straight, not K leg, not bow leg. When they smile, complete set of teeth. And when you look at such people, you're wondering, God, uh, praise the Lord. You see, but God said, there's no respect of persons. In fact, I like one part where he says, he doesn't even take bribes. You can't even persuade him. You know what that means? What you're seeing in him or her. God is saying, I also have the same for you. I have the same for you. But you see, if your eyes keep focusing on him or on her, you will miss what I put in you. You and I must take God seriously. It means that there is no circumstance or situation into which I was born, into which I grow, into which I experience life, provided God is my God, that I'm at a disadvantage. Come with me to... Um, Ephesians chapter 1 I'll, I'll try and see what we can do here Praise the Lord Ephesians chapter 1 I'll read from the living Bible I'll read from verse 4 It said long ago Long ago Even before he made the world God chose us To be his very own Through what Christ would do for us He decided then to make us holy in his eyes Without a single fault We who stand before him Covered with his love his unchanging plan has always been to adopt us into his own family by sending Jesus Christ to die for us. And he did this because he wanted to. 
now all praise to God for his wonderful kindness to us and his favor that he has poured out upon us because we belong to his dearly loved son so overflowing in his kindness toward us that he took away all our sins through the blood of his son by whom we are saved and he has showered upon us the richness of his grace for how well note here for how well he understands and knows what is best for us at all times do you believe that scripture that's what we're saying god knew what was best for israel at all times this is new testament now for how well god understands me say for how well god understands me yes and knows what is best for me at all times i continue verse 9 he said god has told us the secret reason for sending christ a plan he decided on in mercy long ago and this was his purpose that when the time is ripe he will gather us all together from wherever we are in heaven on earth to be with him in christ forever moreover because of what christ has done we have become look at this again we have become gifts to god that he delights in can you see his delight there again so when you look at your life know that god has you as a gift to himself gifts to god that he delights in for as part of god's sovereign plan we were chosen from the beginning to be his and all things happen just as he decided long ago praise god god's purpose in this was that we should praise god and give glory to him for doing these mighty things for us who were first to trust christ and because of what christ did all you others too who had the good news about how to be saved and trusted christ were marked as belonging to christ by the holy spirit who long ago has been promised to all of us 14 now it says his presence within us is what is god's guarantee his presence within us is god's guarantee his presence a new king james will say who is the guarantee talking of the holy spirit of promise of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession his presence within you and i is his guarantee this is what god is saying that he really will give us all that he promised and the spirit seal upon us 14 i'm reading from the living bible now. and the spirit seal upon us means that god has already purchased us and that he guarantees to bring us to himself this is just one more reason for us to praise our glorious god praise the lord somebody are you seeing what is happening there is a plan a perfect plan the master has finished it before god brought them out of egypt the promised land was there the path they were going to travel he knew but on the journey every step of the way he was expecting one thing and one thing only that these ones will be to the praise of his glory that they will face every circumstance that's why the apostle paul can say i say to you rejoice and again i say what rejoice that's why you can say that why is he saying that because there is no happenstance praise the lord there is no happenstance there is either we are entering the bible says there therefore remains a rest for the people of god when moses acted on the behalf of the people they found the rest of god provided they didn't go to moses and moses didn't go to god it will be as though the crisis were real 
But every time Moses went to God on their behalf and God responded, you see there was rest in it. Tell your neighbor you will find rest this year. You will find the rest of God. You will see what God had planned before time. As you and I align with what God has planned, we enter into that rest. That's the life of the believer. So you just get up, you're following him, you're obeying him, you see a situation that doesn't look like it is. If you have graduated in this life of faith that we're talking about, and what we're learning today is you bless him. What you do? You bless him because he's about to unfold something again. I was amazed many years ago when we went to see a show. One of these shows that they do with dolphins and the rest of them. And they asked the dolphin to jump to do something. The dolphin wasn't doing it well. And the conductor said, we have not clapped enough. So they made us clap louder. And really, when we clapped well, the dolphin did what it was to do. Now, if the dolphin is gauging whether you people are serious, we paid money to enter there. Praise the Lord. You paid to see me, but you see, celebrate me enough. When we clapped enough, the dolphins did what they were to do. Are you ready to tell God, you are worthy of my praise? You are worthy of my gratitude. I don't need to wait till tomorrow. I will give you the praise. Somebody that got it is clapping their hands. He is not our mate. He is the champion of the host of heaven. Hallelujah. He is the mighty God. He does wonderful things. He does glorious things. Every time he brought them to a situation, heaven was looking, will they praise me? Will they celebrate me? Do they know who they are dealing with? Somebody needs to give God the kind of praise that matches the challenge he's facing. You see, the, everyone can bless God when the problem has been solved. Everyone can dance when the solution has been seen. But it takes a person of faith to clap on an empty stomach. To clap where he can see nothing. You know when you clap at that moment, you know what you're proving? You prove you're clapping to God. When the thing has happened, you can clap for the Mercedes. You can clap for the promotion. You can clap for the deliverance. But in the middle of the trouble, you can create rain. He can say, I know my cloud is there. I know my God is there. He says, I know that my Redeemer, isn't that what Job said? He couldn't see redemption, but he could see the Redeemer. He says, I know that my Redeemer lived. And after I have gone through, he's going to bring me out polished. Let's celebrate the Lord. That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. Because we are believers, he is mighty. I want you to see your God. I want you to see like the children of Israel. He had his way in the sea. He has his way for that situation. He has his way for you in 2018. You cannot see December 2019, sorry. But he has already been there. And his provision is that you praise him through. So the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplications, which I know that he has been doing. He says now, clap it, round it, cover it with thanksgiving. He says, send it to heaven. And in return, what will happen? The peace of God. Let's celebrate the Lord. He's a mighty God. He is a mighty God. He is a mighty God. He is worthy of my praise. He is worthy of my praise. He has this plan now. 
He has us worked out. He has us finished already before he began. Lord, we celebrate you. Lord, we celebrate you. Lord, we celebrate you. Your children celebrate you. As a nation, we are saying you are God. From beginning to the end, there is no place for argument. There is no place for contention. You are God all by yourself. You are God all by yourself. We can just celebrate it. You're doing something. 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 In the name of Jesus. Let, 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 let me help us. You see, I don't blame especially the men. Maybe the women as well. I don't blame the man, you know, the man, man believer. When you, you say praise God or, you know, dance for God. I don't blame him for sometimes thinking it's, you know, it's not necessary. Tell me the hard thing to do. Do you get what I'm saying? Because you see, sometimes when you say that, you make a difficult thing look too simple. But I want you to follow me to this nation of Israel and their journey. I want you to be where they were. And they're under this cloud, pillar of fire, pillar of them. And they come to a place where there's no water. Now, what would be the normal man's way to get water in the wilderness? What do you do? Throw shovels out and everybody begins to dig, isn't it? Possibly they must have done that before they started complaining. They may have made efforts at that. But now, what was God's solution? The first one was say to Moses, go and strike the rock. Now, I don't know. I know most of us watch football. We watch tennis. When you're watching tennis, Nadal and uh, Djokovic, when they're playing, praise the Lord, what difficult thing can you do to help either one that you're supporting to win? You don't get me. Are you getting what I'm saying now? You, 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 Djokovic, Nadal is your person, right? Where is Falaken? Mommy, okay. Nadal is the one you're supporting, praise God. And he's playing against Djokovic. A tough game. What can you do to help victory? What manly thing can you do? You see, you're behaving like a woman now. Ah, praise God. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Many times as believers, when it gets to the thing that will unlock victory, we think too much. How hard could they have worked to help Moses to strike the rock? What brought water was the strike? It wasn't dig the rock. Somebody get up on your feet and cheer the king of kings. And cheer the champion. Cheer him. Cheer him. Dance before him. Make a joyful noise. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Let's celebrate him. He has won the victory. 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 The Father's just celebrates you. We celebrate 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 you. You can dance. 
Because sometimes we dance. Sometimes we talk. for the seal of your spirit is upon us we have the seal the guarantee of our inheritance and so we know that everything that is surrounding us everything that is ahead of us is a victory that has already been won and because we have a Lord we have a Redeemer we have a captain we have a Savior who has fought the battle for us who has defeated death for us who has gone ahead for us we bring our praise, we bring our worship, we bring our adoration. We come lifting your name today. Lord, receive our sacrifice of praise. Receive the worship of your people. Receive, O oh Lord, our gratitude. We are thanking you for past, present, and future. Because in all of them, you are more than a conqueror. You are mighty, mighty to save, mighty to deliver. We give you credit today as a church. On behalf of this nation, we exalt you. We say you are high and you are lifted above all. You exceed all. You outlast all. You underget all. You are God, God of gods, the Father of all spirits, the God of all flesh. We worship you. Lord, concerning, oh Lord, the assignments that you have called us, we declare because you have done it already, we will not fail you everyone here will fulfill their destiny in you because our eyes have been opened we see that the mountain that we see can be moved we see that the red sea can be throated we see that the egyptians behind us can be destroyed lord we are thanking you we see that even the fire will have no power over us until we achieve that for which you have raised us lord will bless your name today we give you praise and we give you glory in jesus christ's name we have prayed Praise the Lord, somebody!
You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ikena Okeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-158804. You can find us online at www www.thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you.